Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to shrink our game board down even more than we do for other games and play the tiny, tiny, very uh, outright lying name of 8-Minute Empire. <laughs> I think that's yes. the thing that everyone says with this game. The first time you introduce it, everything, the joke that everyone makes is, 8 minutes? You know, how do they come I, up I, with that? I was going through the list of all the games we've played so far because I wanted to have a good amount of information when we do our, our lists uh, next episode. And it was the only game because I was looking at how long all the games take. It was the one that's like eight minutes to 20 minutes. And I'm just like, you, <laughs> you sly dogs. You. <laughs> sure, it's possible. It's conceivable. Yeah, I love I love that idea. I think, And I when I got it, too, I was... I, I don't know why I believed that, but I totally was like, I'm going to try to play this in eight minutes, and then there's no way this game is eight minutes. So that's also uh, the review thing that everyone's got to get out of the way first. I've played it. I know it's not. So there you guys go. Um, it is eight minutes of empiric uh, worker placement. Uh, well, not worker placement. It's more territory control. There we go. Um, but it is a very fun game. It's uh, by uh, Ryan Lockett, or as I will always call, call him, Ryan Laucat. Just because that's how his name is spelled. <laughs> I like to think that's how he pronounces it. Um, yeah, it's a really straightforward, simple game. This is one of the earliest uh, games I picked up when I was getting back into board gaming, really full full time or just playing a lot. And um, I think you recommended this one to me. Is that right? I believe I did. I picked it up because I was looking. It was around the time when I was looking for small games to take out to bars. So it was the reason I was looking for it was because of the reason we're, we're putting it on the show right now. So <laughs> so you almost thought it into being, this game. Exactly. You were thinking yes. so hard. <laughs> and Ryan, somewhere in Utah, his head perked up and he got to work. Uh, well, this is perfect. Like, I can't imagine, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're skewer, uh, scouring the game shelves for something to take out that isn't just cards. This is uh, this is a great one. So well, let's get out of the way um, how you play this, this game, and then we'll go into the nuts and bolts of uh, our thoughts on it. All right. So uh, playing the game, again, as he mentioned, it's an area control game. So there is a map. Uh, basically, it's a small little board that's put out. It's double-sided, so you pick one side. On the map, there are different continents, and in those continents are different countries. Uh, essentially, each player will start out with a number of cubes uh, that represent armies and these little tiny disks uh, that represent forts. Uh, each player will put three of their armies uh, onto the starting space. It's the space that has the gigantic word start in the country. Uh, and from there, basically, and, and depending on number of players, some things will vary. Uh, each player will start with amount of coins. Uh, if it's five players, it's eight coins, all the way to two players start with uh, 14 coins. Um, and Basically, what's going to happen is there's a deck of cards gets shuffled. Uh, six of those cards will be put just above the board, and on on the top of the board, it indicates what the prices of all those cards are. Uh, so the furthest to the left is worth nothing. It's free, but as you f slowly move to the right, each card tends to get incrementally more. I believe it's 0, 1, 1, 2, 2, and 3. Uh, so what's going to happen is right at the start... Uh, you're going to bid for start player, so you'll put however many coins you want to bid uh, into your hand. Everyone puts out their hands, flips it over. Whoever has bid the most loses that money, but they do get to go first. Um, 
and everyone else gets to keep their money. If there's a tie, I think it says it goes to youngest player uh, is what happens there. Uh, From then on, what's going to happen is basically on your turn, you decide which card you want and spend the requisite amount of money on it. If you don't have any money, then you're taking the free one. Uh, So try to be frugal with your money if you can. When you take a card, the cards basically have uh, two things on them. They have a symbol, which is used for endgame scoring. It's you're kind of doing a bit of set collection. But the important thing during the game is the symbols below, which indicate what type of actions you can take. And those actions vary uh, from, I think, like six or seven different things. So they're basically, you can either add cubes to the board, and it usually indicates how many uh, cubes you can add. You can move your cubes around on the board. You can move your cubes around on the board and go over water. Uh, You can build a city in a spot where you already have cubes, or I'm sorry, fort, as I called it before. Uh, You can destroy an army from the board, so basically remove someone else's cube. Or you can do some action which is some sort of mix of something. So it'll say like this or that. I believe there are a few that say this and that, but they're they're quite rare. Uh, so basically, you're you're just trying to expand out from where you start and kind of take over these countries and continents is, is essentially what you're doing. The goal again, area control. Uh, once the game ends, and the game ends once uh, players get a certain amount of cards based on the number of players. So in a five-player game, once everyone's had seven cards. Uh, Four players is eight cards, three players is ten cards, and two players is thirteen cards. Once that happens, uh, the game ends, and you basically count up the who controls countries. So you'll go, or as they call it, regions, I think is what they call it. Uh, so basically, in any country, uh, whoever has the most cubes in it, and I believe forts count towards that that total, uh, whoever has the most presence in that country uh, will get... A point for every single country they control and then for whoever has the most countries controlled countries in a continent they will get one point uh, and then the last thing you will score is um, for your set so as I mentioned before each of those cards has some sort of symbol it's a resource of a type so it's either leave carrots trees coal um, or that it might be ore. I'm not really certain. It, it just to me, it looks like coal, uh, anvils, and crystals. And each of them, depending on how many of you have, will vary in points. So, for example, crystals, which are are worth a lot. Uh, the more you have of them, every single card is usually worth one. Although if you have four, it's worth five points. Whereas carrots, which tend to be kind of low on the value. You don't earn a point until you have at least three of them, and then you don't earn another point until you get two more of them. So you need to get more of those to get any points. But basically, it's the total of all those things. So it's countries, continents, and your sets. Whoever has the most points at the end of that wins. And in case of a tie, it goes to uh, most armies. And in case of a tie there, uh, it goes to most contractions. And that is it. That's the whole game. There we go. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot to this little game, but it's it it's easy to take up and uh, learn. Um, this feels the most like I was trying to think of like what this feels like, how to describe the feeling of this game. It's territory control, but it obviously it's not eight minutes, but it is pretty quick. 
and it feels kind of like a gold rush to me like you're it's like a, almost a race without a distinct like course you're just you're all trying to spread as far as you can as fast as you can um but what makes it interesting is really the double use of the uh action cards the good and action cards that is really fun and i and a thing i like to play um or i, I like about the game play of this is that uh, you've got to balance a good action versus a good good and they're usually inversely listed so a high value the rubies which are the highest value typically have um uh how is it it's like typically have not the greatest actions but the carrots a lot of times which are very low value and you need more of them to score victory points are usually pretty good actions and so you have it really gives you some great choices even though it's you know it's pretty straightforward gameplay um so yeah, I, I really like this one. I was gl- I was glad that we were gonna review it, and um, this was definitely one that when you recommended it to me, I went on. I think we played it at your place or something, and I got it, and then I started playing. It became one of our regulars uh, to take out. Yeah, I I really like it. My wife isn't a huge fan because again, she's not huge on area control, but she can definitely hold her own in the game. So um, she she begrudgingly plays the game with me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a great one. The the board, I like the board that the board is two sided. It's always nice for a game that um, you know you're gonna. Uh, we've played a lot. Um, uh, to have just two different boards. The the one side is more. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember the numbers off of my head, but there's more like sea crossings on one side, and more land crossings on the other. If I be- if I believe that's correct, uh, is there one side that you guys play with more often, or do you just doesn't really matter? I think we usually play on the side. It's hard to describe it, the side that has like the gigantic continent in the middle, uh, and then right. you kind of have to work your way over rather than the one that's the gigantic continent on the side uh, with the right. small yeah. tiny islands around it. So we usually play with the big country in, in the middle. So okay, yeah, I think that's the one we play with too. Um, just because there's there's less I I don't know the exact numbers, but I know I feels like there's less ocean crossing cards than there is straight up, um, land crossing cards. So, yeah, um, definitely. I like that kind of forces you into, uh, it more, feels more of a tense game. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure why we choose that one, <laughs> but I do prefer it as well. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, this is a, this is a great little game. It's, it is really well done. It feels like the precursor to the tiny Epic series, honestly, uh, this yeah. could easily fall fall into one of those games. I think that uh, those games are a little bit more complicated maybe than this one, but but I don't know. I've not played all of them, so maybe this one's um, would fit right in. But it does feel like it could fit right in. You And I like how you can change the complexity and the strategy too by those little um, resource chits that you can place throughout the board as well and, uh, or play without them and make a more straightforward game. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't uh, mention guys- the resource chits. The there's little uh, you can add it. it. It adds it. It says at the end of the rules that it's a variant you can play mm-hmm. with. So basically, there are little uh, tiny chits that you can randomly place on. There's little locations that have triangles on them uh, and place them randomly around there, which es- essentially act as another good. If you have, if you control that region, you earn that good. So it's basically it makes. Uh, gives you some direction in the beginning of the game of ooh I want to go get that crystal I think I can I can lock that one down so and we usually yeah. play with that um, when yeah when we, we do, do too play. it makes it more dynamic and it does you know there's just more it it seems more fun to uh, go over the continent for that as well as territory versus just I mean uh, a bonus point or icon as well as just 
getting territory because uh, I don't know. Uh, I think the base game still plays really well, but I would say that we both uh, or we also just play with that all the time. Uh, so is it mostly you guys playing or do you guys ever get in a three or four player game of this? Uh, occasionally I'll get a three or four player game. I feel like, cause again, Liz isn't a huge fan of the game. So when we are going to play with a group, she usually is like, no, we're going to, we're going to play something that we can all enjoy. Uh, but, uh, I, I have played a few three and four player games of this and I, I, I do like it. It, it scales pretty, pretty well, although it does play a little bit quicker, but it, it plays quicker because you, you, there's more places to go, and since since you know everyone has a shorter turn, you can. There's kind of some finagling you have to do because there are more players, and I and I do I do like that. Yeah, yeah, I think it scales really well as well. I, I had, I've had great experiences with it. Um, we primarily play it too, also just because it's you know easy to take out. But um, I've brought this to game night quite a bit, and um, just as like a, it, it's a great game to play. Uh, I think we've played it the most this way where we're kind of just waiting for people to trickle in and you can just play a round of this really quickly. And it feels like, you know, you're getting, you're kind of feels like you're prepping yourself for a a much deeper game. Um, uh, Yeah. So anyway, I've used it a lot as a kickoff game. Yeah. It's one of those games where when it ends, I'm like, God, I I really wanted this to go just a little bit longer, but I think it ends. Oh yeah. It it ends at just the right time, but you feel like you want more, but it's, it, if it did go more, I think you'd be like, oh wait, I thought this was going to be cooler, but no, it, it ends just when it's, when you, right when it should. I totally agree with that. I feel like that's one of the best things about this design is, (laughs) um, Ryan Lockett with this, um, or Laukat, sorry, uh, (laughs) with this, uh. Uh, with that timing system of the cards, that's what's that's actually something that's I think is really really great about this game. Is I love the feel of the shifting marketplace and the time limit built into one. It's such a cool timing, and you're right. It ends like right at the crescendo when you're all doing well and you're building, and you, and then it's like it's done. But it's so satisfying. It's such a well timed thing. Uh, yeah, and, I think, and hmm? the the time limit is. It, those last like three cards are when the strategy really builds up and you're just like, okay, right. I know there's just a few moves left. I only have so much money. What can I do? Like in the beginning, it's like, what do I feel like I want to do? But at the end, it's more of a, all right, what moves can I make that will totally take them out of the game or totally screw up the plans they were making? Uh, the last game we played, uh, she had, and I wasn't paying attention because I was too busy going off into my own continents. She had taken a continent that I didn't see, and she she was just like she had complete control of it, but she only had one region in that continent. And I'm like, well, if I just move one dude into this other region, then she doesn't have the continent anymore. I took away one point and gained myself another point. And I'm like, all right, if I can, I'll take that one where I can move over the sea, and hopefully another one doesn't come out. Unfortunately, I thought she would have had no money left by then, or very little money, but she had enough money to get the moving across the sea again, so she was able to take that away from me. But I, I wasted her time in moving things over. It was it was very <laughs> tense. I'm just like, oh, if I can just, uh, uh, and it, it didn't quite work out, but she was able to kind of counteract the thing that I was doing. She saw what I was doing, and she, she handled it quite well. So. <laughs> Yeah, there are some great moments in this game for simplicity, uh, even for how simple it is. Like the waiting on those water crossing to cards too is so like nail biter. When you like your 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 gamble on them, like I know one's gonna come up, I know it's gotta come up, and it never comes up, or it comes up at the time when you've spent all your gold and you just can't afford it by one. Yeah. Um, oh, that's or another the, thing to the, mention. 
Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the forts is the other thing where it's just like you're waiting for a fort and you're like, ooh, I want to be yeah, able to put yeah. – because if you can put a fort on another continent, then it's just like, well, then I don't need to worry about water cards. I can put them all straight there because you, when you add more cubes, you either have to do it at the start or at a fort. And so if you get a continent and another fort, then you can proliferate all over there. And so like if you can – but there there's those times where it's just like, well, the fort showed up, but I'm not – I haven't gotten into another continent yet. I have, in right, fact, I've yeah. barely spread myself at all. <sighs> That's not what I want right now. <laughs> so I guess I'll pitifully put it just over here. <laughs> just to the left of the start location. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's the, the timing of the actions is really interesting. I, and uh, are they forts or are they cities? I thought they were cities. They might be cities. I always considered them forts. Oh, okay. That would make to sense, To me, I guess. they're forts. They're cities. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, so, if they're anyway, armies, is... right? To me, oh, well, no, I was they're... gonna say that would make sense. I, they actually <laughs> would make sense that they would be forts. <laughs> Maybe they're recruitment offices because <laughs> they're armies. Um, yeah, this is a uh, just a really great up and down uh, feeling of this game. This game has a lot of uh, what do you expect from some territory control game. It's uh, like I said before, it's, it kind of feels like a race. Uh, for these things coming up, but but there is the element of always balancing actions with getting items, and I, I really just love how that feels. And the two-player variant, it scales really well um, and all the way up through four, so I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things that, like, stand out about this game as, as a negative outside of the, you know, the time. It's a simple, light game, but I think it there's nothing quite like it, or there wasn't qu- anything quite like it I played up until the Tiny Epic stuff came out, and so it really stood out for, for quite a while, because this came out in... What, when did this come out, actually? It was like 2013? This came out in 2012. 12, 2012. Um, so, yeah, this is like, I feel like this is like a classic of this style of game. It'll be looked back upon as one of the ones that started a trend of... <laughs> Heavier, yeah. sl- heavier feeling games in a shorter pounded period of time or in a smaller pocket I, size. I, I should mention, because I know I, I listen to a number of podcasts and a lot of people seem to hate it when there's small changes made for a two-player game. There is a small change for the two-player and it's only in the start uh, since it's it's less of a tight game since there's just two of you. Uh, they start out the game where you pick another army units uh, and before anything goes, you kind of go back and forth, adding one of an an army unit that is owned by no one uh, onto the board, anywhere on the board you want, to kind of seed the board as kind of like, uh, you can kind of treat it as like barbarian hordes or something like that. Yeah. They don't ever move. They're just kind of in your way. So you're just kind of going, mm. I think in the last game I played, I'm like, I'm just going to put a bunch of these where that crystal is sitting because I don't want to go that far, but I have a feeling you do. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I like that, though. I, I like the way they do the two-player game, because it does. It still it feels appropriate to theme. It doesn't just feel like a block for block's sake. Um, yeah. And I, I think, like, I'm curious, actually, where they, where he, if there's evidence of other games that have done something similar. I'm sure there is, because I've seen that I'm, since. I'm sure there games. are. It's, but I wouldn't ever consider this one of those weird, like, wedged in things it definitely fits right. quite well it's not like a third player where oh after this round many rounds then you know pull out this many off out of the bag it's not one of those weird third automaton out of nowhere yeah not no yeah. automaton going on there so uh it's just something to make it a little bit more tense and it, it works yeah yeah uh it, yeah it really changes your strategy too it's fun to, it's uh 
I, that's a great thing of like seeing it bar, like barbarian hordes or whatever you're you're conquering through or whatever or whatever what have you um uh okay what else can we say about this game uh let's talk about the logistics of taking it out and i uh, mentioned before it fits really well in that category that's the reason <laughs> it uh, both of us i think got it is to take it out uh the board itself is uh what would you say like 12 inches square something like that it's about uh, a foot it's, by foot. it's like eight and a half inches by it might be like a size of a piece of paper now that i think about it <laughs> yeah so it's a little smaller than a yeah, square foot um then you're gonna have the uh, cards, the marketplace on the board. Um, the the cardboard board of this game is is really well designed in the fact that the market slots are kind of laid out, so it's very clear to set it up and quick. But you're going to have six cards along the top of the board, standard size cards. And then um, in front of you, you're going to have your little pile of army squares and cities and um, your growing pile of sets of items that are you're collecting as you do the actions. And uh, yeah, like Alex was mentioning, depending on the player count, those that uh, the cars that you earn, the turns that you, or the rounds that you go through is going to be slightly different. So that's going to change a little bit on player count, but that's what you'll have in front of you. So it it works really well. It's not a game that has to be oriented in a specific way. You know, is, you can sort of jam the middle board in as well as you anywhere you can, as long as the market can be clearly seen and make sense as it uh, changes. Um, and then of course your set collection is can be arranged anything any way you want and tuck your army guys um to the side wherever you need until you need them so this this game works really well i think for a lot of cases of taking out eating for eating or for going out for a drink yeah uh, let's see what's your experience Do you have any any good or bad experiences taking this one out um the only thing i can think of that's a that's uh, uh, sort of a hazard is the fact that the cards are just regular cards, so they're not like a plastic, so you could spill on them. Uh, we've never had an issue, but that's a potential downside, I guess. Yeah, I, the only other thing is the the forts, since they're round, occasionally you, it's a lot easier to lose those because they'll just start rolling off. So that's the only other right. thing I can kind of think of. Uh, you just have to be very careful when bringing them out of the bag. <laughs> Right, right. Yes, do not celebratorily throw them in the air or <laughs> slam them on the table. Um, they will go skittering off. They look like yay cities because, uh, as <laughs> we know, most cities tend to roll away. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's the thing cities do. Um, and so let's see. Uh, other than that, I think um, I'm, I'm just trying to run through like anything else i feel like there should be more we could say about this but i feel like it's such a simple straightforward game <laughs> that it's hard to uh hard to go on too long uh, what do you think what else can we say or should we jump right into would your mom like it uh, let's jump into would my mom like it all right all right so would your mom like this game i would say no but at the same i would say no like that's my answer but i could also <laughs> no, see but. a situation <laughs> but but <laughs> <laughs> However, if your mom out of the blue was some re- was for some reason going to say, you know what I'm really interested in? Territory control. This would be the one I would show her because I think it's simple and straightforward <laughs> enough to capture that mechanism, uh, but it doesn't drag on forever, and it's pretty satisfying for what it is. You know, so the, there we go. the day my mom goes, I've been dying to play Risk, <laughs> but I You'll don't want to play Risk. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I want to be unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I so was the day my mom day. gets hit over the head with a with a brick uh, is the day. <laughs> is the day. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, no, yes. she she yes. definitely wouldn't uh, like this game. <laughs> There's definitely way too much thinking going on, too much too much effort, uh, and not enough. I don't think not enough excitement for her. Although. I find it exciting, but it's that tension exciting that I that I like. Right, yeah. So. Yeah, there's a tension because you're always you're always kind of like neck and neck and, and trying to break away. Um so all right, cool. But if if she did bring up <laughs> I have a deep and sudden interest in territory <laughs> control, then this would be the one that I would say to recommend for to have her play. <laughs> so with that caveat, uh definitely uh, not a like from your mom. Um, so uh, who isn't this for? Is there anything you can think of that people would just be turning away? Like what's something that comes again, to your head immediately? The first thing I think of is my wife. Again, she does not like area control. And if you don't like area control, this isn't going to change your mind. Although to be honest, it's not the worst area control. I don't think it's less mean than some other territory controls. Cause I know there's yeah. somewhere it's just like, Oh, you have to do a voting system or, or you're going to roll these dice and it, there's really no luck involved. It's, it's the only luck is what cards come out of the deck. And for the most part, if you've got enough money, you don't have to worry about that. So really it kind of evens itself out. I, I, it's not that bad. It's, it, it's, 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 Swell is, I think, the word I'm going to use. It's quite swell uh, for an area <laughs> control <swell>. game. <laughs> quite swell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good point. It's not as cruel as many others. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's all I can think of. I mean, unless you're just someone who really does not like lighter games, but um, I yeah. don't know. It, it There's not a lot of games. Like I was saying before, until the Tiny Epic came around, this was pretty heavy for a light game, it felt, it felt like at least. And uh, I think it holds up, too. I think it... I, I own a couple of tiny epics. We've talked about one or two of them um, on here, and technically we've talked stand- about one of them. The other one that we've talked about was in a podcast. We oh yeah yeah <laughs> we did not use. <laughs> well, we might have referenced it, I guess. But anyway, I think this this one very much feels like it could have been um, designed uh, today. It's still, I feel feel like it holds up. And yeah, um, so. Other than what we said, I guess if you're you're someone who is looking for a territory control option to take out or something that is more feels more of a, a deeper mechanism that you've experienced in deep in bigger games, then uh, this is definitely for you. This is right up your alley. Um, yeah. So that would be a, a big sell on that side for sure. Now, if you're looking for a game like this with a little bit more meat to it. Uh, and you don't mind it taking up a little bit more space. Uh, he did eventually create Eight Minute Empire Legends, I believe is what it's called. Am I correct on that? Or maybe it's just Eight Minute Legends. No, I think it's Eight Minute Empire. Uh, no, it's Eight Minute Empire Legends. Legends, uh, yes. The, and the tagline was The Other 12 Minutes. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did not know that. All right. <laughs> no, right. I, that's not true. <laughs> oh, never mind, because this one's even 16 to 32 minutes. So. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's slightly <laughs> longer it. than the previous one. <laughs> Uh, basically, it's the legend the of part, the double numbers. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'll stop. Now. <laughs> for the most part, it's the it's the same game, uh, except for now instead of just one board that's double sided, it's I think just oversized cards that have different islands on them, so you can kind of vary things up. And the middle board is where you start at, and you put a couple of of your cubes on one other location so that you kind of start in more than just one area and there's the lines kind of dot to each other so it's you can definitely vary up the 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 lands a lot more but it scores basically the same 
except for on the cards, instead of having goods on them, which um, I will be honest is a little kind of, I don't know, underwhelming in Eight Minute Empire, uh, because I, mm-hmm. I I think of the last game I was looking at, I'm like, there's some certain wilds, and I'm like, well, it doesn't really matter where I put the wilds. For the most part, anywhere I put them, they're the same amount of points. So it makes the wilds a little less interesting than I originally thought they were. But anyway, uh, it exchanges those goods for basically player powers and certain victory point things. So it's like, oh, if you get this one, then I think it's like you get wings for cert- like one of your characters during a turn. Or if you get this one, every time you add cubes to the board, you can add one more cube to the board. Or uh, if you get this one, every time you move troops, you can move one additional troop. So it gives you certain player powers uh, to to use, which is kind of interesting. I like that idea. So it makes it a little bit meatier. Or there are certain ones where it's like, if you have these cards, you will earn one point for each of those types of cards. So it, uh, the, it, the deck has more interesting decisions to be made rather than, ooh, more carrots. You know, so. <laughs> ooh. I think you meant, ooh, more carrots. <laughs> I, I am so sorry. Ooh, <laughs> more carrots. More uh, carrots. Um, yeah, I've never played Legends. I've always wanted to, and I've thought about picking it up uh, every once in a while, but I I kind of feel like I already have 8-Minute Empire. I know it plays differently, um, but I don't know if I've played enough. Uh, I, the only I reason I would, I'm would i sticking with 8-Minute Empire is because it just fits better on a table, and that was the original right. reason I got it. Right. <laughs> right, right. They got me. They tricked me into buying their sequel. I, I, will, um, I will admit that the other game may play play better and maybe more interesting but i do like this the tight fit of this game so so with the other game with legends then so the way the resources work uh in eight minute and base eight minute is that you know that's your your direction it's when they're on the board with the little chits you're kind of chasing them down and then you're collecting the sets so it's territory control with set collection what is the how does that change with the because i noticed with legends they're like different size blocks and there's like uh, different size meeples to place. Um, so what are you actually outside of just territories control? What are you doing it's within basic, that? Like, for like, the most part, you're it's again it's territory control and basically your own player powers and your player powers are determined by what cards you draw. So if you want to okay. go over water, you need to get a power that allows you to get some of over over water because I, I think the more wings you have, the more units you can use to go over water. So it's it's less of okay. a, oh, am I going to get one of those cards that has the ability to go over water, or do I just have that power at some point in time? Because once you so get it, an, you have it and can use it over oh, and over so it's, again. It's not a one-time oh. thing. It's once you get it, you have that power for the rest of the game. Oh, okay. So it turns into somewhat thing of an engine builder then. Yes, as a little well. more of an engine builder, yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, man, maybe that does sound quite different, though. I, I, maybe I will pick this one up. <laughs> um, I feel I've, like you I've say so that tempted. after I mention all of it. You're like, oh, God, yeah, that does oh, sound really good. Though. I'm glad I could talk <laughs> you into the game that I'm probably not going to get. But <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I, I was mean, excited about if, it for a few minutes. If, if, if my wife enjoyed 8-Minute Empire more, I probably would get Legends. Uh, just because mm. it does, it just sound lovely. But since since I have a hard enough time trying to get it to the table, I, I will I will leave it at what I have. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a good point. If it's not broke. Don't fix it. <laughs> Words to live by. 
Uh, <laughs> all right. So I guess uh, that is uh, it. That's it for Itmakar. I can't think of anything else to add. It's definitely a recommend for us. It fits a lot of the, it clicks off a lot of the uh, check marks. Is that an expression? Who knows? It ticks a lot of the it boxes. Checks the That's boxes. what I meant to say. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> ticks off the boxes. Um, and in a lot of ways for taking out uh, portability uh, depth of play it's, it's satisfying but you can still talk over it and you can get a couple plays in with this while you're while you're eating or drinking and having a discussion um, and uh, it like I said before I use it as a, as a beginning game a lot of times in game night as we're waiting for people to show up because it's it's not just a uh, it's more than just a mindless game it does have some strategy and I do feel it kind of gets you excited to play a, a heavier game afterwards so that's another way to use it so anyway high recommend for both of us Eight Minute Empire from Ryan Laucat. Row. I'll never Row. stop saying it that way. <laughs> and <laughs> if you guys want to confront me about that, reach out to us over uh, Twitter or and Instagram. Which now, oh, I haven't changed them on the website. I just realized I'm going to do that right after <laughs> I stop recording. <laughs> but by that time, it will have been done. When you hear this, uh, our tags have changed now, and they are both chits in chat. Is that correct? Chits the letter N chat. Chits, chits and chat, yes. Chat. Chits and chits. chat. Chit and chat. Um, so go ahead and reach out to us there on Chits and Chat. And then you can also go to eavesdrop.com, our webcast hosting page, and the Chits and Chat page has a comment form. You can fill that out and shoot that off to us as well. And we'd love to hear from you guys. All right, our next episode is going to be our summation. Both of us are going to choose a top five of our games that we've reviewed so far. And we are going to tell you uh, what our choices are for the games that we recommend to take out of the ones we've we've reviewed already. And it's going to be tough. We've got a lot of good games that we reviewed. Uh, 25 games at this point. So I'm excited like, for that, though. That'll be it's fun. It's almost infinity. <laughs> <laughs> it's so close. Uh, so uh, look forward to that. And until then, have a great time. Have a great time. Jesus Christ. What am I even trying to say here? <laughs> have a great time, guys. Have a good great morning. time in life. <laughs> good, good morning and happy day to you. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Until the next episode, good day. <laughs> Good day. <laughs>